Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, August 17th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the State Department is handing over more Afghanistan withdrawal documents. Number two, we've got some drama going down in Pennsylvania. And number three, Republicans want to talk to Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Leading Punchbowl News AM this morning is an item by our very own Max Cohen looking at uh, the continued negotiations and document production uh, between Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Michael McCall, the Republican from Texas. Uh, We've got some news this morning that the State Department has turned over 300 pages of Afghanistan withdrawal documents to the House Foreign Affairs Committee, a breakthrough in the simmering dispute between the House GOP and the Biden administration. Yeah, this is, you know, of all the investigations um, on Capitol Hill between um, uh, oversight judiciary and all the uh, oversight investigations that all the committees are holding, the State Department and the House Foreign Affairs Affairs Committee have been getting along, generally speaking. And uh, yesterday, uh, and we're scooping this morning, that um, uh, Anthony Blinken is giving Michael McCall a bunch of documents compliant to McCall's subpoena about the uh, Afghanistan withdrawal. This has been, you know, this was one of Kevin McCarthy's campaign promises um, that he would... uh, probe the Afghanistan withdrawal. And this is something that he said on the campaign trail back in 2022. Uh, and McCall is making good on that. The um, uh, This is just, it, it, they were thinking about holding Blinken in contempt. So this is a, a very good uh, uh, result for McCall, a very good result for House Republicans who are going to have uh, 300 pages of Afghanistan withdrawal documents uh in their possession when they get back, theoretically, when they get back from recess sometime after um, uh, Congress returns from their August break. And this is something, I mean, listen, this is not going to be everything McCall wants, but this is going to be a big chunk or or a chunk. I'm not going to say a big chunk, but a chunk of uh, uh, documents that the uh, Republicans are going to look into. Yeah, Max reports that uh, this latest document production doesn't include any of the eight specific documents flagged by McCall in a letter uh, that was dated on August 9th, but the GOP Foreign Affairs Committee team is confident Blinken will continue to hand over more documents. Um, Going to be interesting to continue to watch that. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. You and Mika Solner have a follow-up to our item on Tuesday uh, detailing how House Freedom Caucus Chair Scott Perry, the Republican from Pennsylvania, encouraged Mark Hoke, a conservative activist, to launch a primary challenge to Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, another Republican from Pennsylvania. What's happening? Yeah, so listen, uh, we we in, we intended to kind of leave this as it was, right? Um, the um, We had an item about Mark Hoke uh, saying that he was encouraged by Scott Perry to take on uh, Fitzpatrick, Brian Fitzpatrick, the Republican from Pennsylvania. Fitzpatrick is obviously a a moderate who's about the only can, only Republican candidate who could win that district, with which Joe Biden won. But then Hoke told uh, local media that we misunderstood what he said. We, in fact, did not. And uh, this morning we're posting the audio and uh, to clear up the record so Hoke could maybe get his his uh, memory refreshed about what exactly he said. Uh, Mika asked, it, did Perry encourage you to run for the seat? He said, obviously, he 
he said, this is a decision that you need to make, but if he were in my shoes, he would do it, is kind of his words, because that's exactly what he did. But yeah, he did encourage me. So that's what he said. We're posting the audio as well to to uh, be completely transparent that we did not misunderstand his comments. It was impossible to misunderstand. Yeah, he did encourage me. I don't know where what could be misunderstood here. Um, he said that, and that was the um, that was that's the whole the whole story here. So uh, a uh, a very interesting uh, situation in Pennsylvania. It's never a good look, or I wouldn't even say it's a good look. It's very odd. Very. Um, unusual to have a uh, Republican member or a, a, even a Democratic member suggesting to a, an activist that they take on someone in their delegation of their own party. <laughs> I mean, that is very unusual, I would say. Very, um, uh, I don't know about if it's risky, but um, Mark Hoke, I think, is a is very conservative. He is ha- has been in trouble with the law uh, in recent in recent years. And I um, I think it's safe to say that a conservative Republican wouldn't win a district that Joe Biden won, period. So that's where we are with this situation and uh, a very interesting item by Mika uh, that we are backing up this morning with, as the kids say, receipts. Going to be interesting to see what Mr. Fitzpatrick has to say when we get back in September. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Homeland Security Committee Chair Mark Green, the Republican from Tennessee, wants DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to testify before his panel in October. Green wrote to Mayorkas on Wednesday asking him to accept an invitation to testify before the committee the week of October 23rd. Uh, This, of course, comes as a lot of folks are pointing to Mayorkas as a potential person in the Biden administration uh, that should be impeached over issues, uh, certainly that Republicans see on the border and the the Biden administration's handling of the border. Um, You know, just another kind of pressure point here by House Republicans trying to get uh, different administration officials to testify and give them information. Yeah, um, the interesting dynamic here is the push and pull between the leadership and um, the rank and file, specifically the House Freedom Caucus, over um, uh, who they should impeach. (laughs) I mean, uh, Mayorkas was a favorite for a while. He's no longer a favorite because um, the leadership, at least, thinks that Mayorkas is not doing anything that's directly impeachable to the extent that anyone's doing anything impeachable. Um, But uh, the, um, the... idea that they're going to impeach somebody is is pretty much set in stone. Um, Mayorkas is, uh, is going to be on the Hill to testify at some point, but he's, uh, and we've talked to, to uh, administration officials about that, but the, the theory in the GOP leadership is they're going to have one chance to impeach somebody, and that somebody is not going to be Mayorkas, according to people we talk to all the time about this. The more likely scenario is impeaching Joe Biden, which I think uh, McCarthy's going to come under incredible pressure to do when he gets back, or um, Attorney General Merrick Garland over the Hunter Biden investigation. I think it's safe to say that we're not going to get past um, this Congress without impeaching somebody, and I don't think Mayorkas is going to be the person one to watch that's for sure all right thanks so much for listening leave us a rating and review you can also subscribe to punchbowl news at punchbowl.news have a great day and stay safe